It's time for Tuesday Terror here on the Mutual Audio Network. Be sure to leave the lights on while you listen. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Welcome back to Everyone's Night Terrors. Today, we are going to introduce a new series called Poe's Works. In January 1885, Edgar Allan Poe created a narrative poem called The Raven. Tim Evans narrated this poem in 2020 as a fun project. Now mind you, all of Edgar Allan Poe's works are in the public domain. So, we've pulled this poem out of the archives on April 30th, 2022. Enjoy. Hey, once upon a time a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and wearies, eh, for meaning quaint and curious volumes I've forgotten lore. Well, I nodded here napping, and suddenly there came a tapping, as of some gently rapping, uh, rapping at my chamber door, you know, uh, to some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my uh, chamber door. Only this and uh, nothing more. Uh, distinctly, I remember it was like uh, in the bleak December, and each separate dying member wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly, I wished to tomorrow, you know. Uh, vainly, I had sought to borrow from the books a crease of sorrow, you know, sorrow from that lost Lenore, for that rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here, I uh, uh, forevermore. And uh, silken, sad, uncertain, wrestling of each uh, purple curtain, uh, it thrilled me, it filled me with fantastic tears, you know, never felt before. So that now, uh, to tis the beating of my heart, I stood repeating. Till some visitor entreating and trancing at my uh, chamber door. Some late visitor uh, entreating and trancing at my chamber door. Uh, that's it, then uh, nothing more. Uh, presently my soul uh, grew stronger, you know, hesitating them no longer. Uh, Sir, I said, or madam, uh, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is, I was just napping, and so gently you came a-rapping, and so faintly you came a-tapping, a-tapping at my uh, chamber door. That I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, and darkness there, and none more. Deep into that darkness pitting, long I stood there wandering, fearing, doubting, and dreaming. Dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token. And the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. Then I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon again I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, I said, surely there is something at my window lattice. Let me see, then, where there it is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven on the stately days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stared he, but when the mind of the Lord of Lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace, just above my chamber door, perched and fat and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim, an ancient raven wandering from the nightly shore. 
Tell me what thy lordly name is on this night's Platonian shore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevance bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast above the sculptured bust above his chamber door with such name as nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word, as if his soul is that one word he did outpour. Nothing further than the uttered, not a feather that he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before, on the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, never more. Startled, at the stillness broken by reply, so aptly spoken, doubtless, said I, what it utters, it is only stock in store, caught from unhappy master, whom unmercifully disaster followed the fast, and followed faster, till his song one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore, of never, never more. But the raven, still beguiling all my fancy into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing uh, to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er. But those whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloated o'er, she shall press, ah, nevermore. Then methought the air grew denser. Perfume from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tuft floor. Wretched, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, but these angels have hath sent thee, Rethbit, Rethbit, and Nepenthe, from the memories of Lenore. Quaff, oh quaff, this quiet Nepenthe, and forgotten doth loth Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, I said, things of evil, prophet still, the bird of devil. Whether tempter sent or whether tempest tossed, thee here ashore, desolate yellow daunted on the desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted. Tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there balm of Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by thy heaven that bends above us, but thy guide we both adore. Tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Aden, it shall clasp a Satan maiden who's the angel's name Lenore. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angel's name Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. By the word of their sign and parting, word of friend, I shrieked. <laughs> Upstarting, gee, the back of this tempest and the night's plutonium shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul has spoken. Leave thy loneliness unbroken. Wit the bust above the door. 
Take thy beak from out of my heart, and take thy form from off my door. Oath the raven, nevermore. And the raven, never feeding, still seating, still seating, on the pallid buster palace, just above my chamber door, and his eyes have all the seeming of a demon that is dreaming. And the lamplight o'er his streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore. You've been listening to The Raven, written by Edgar Allan Poe and narrated by Tim Evans. We'll see you next time with another story out here on Everyone's Night Terrors. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D I G I T A L V A U D E V I L L E.com. Mm-hmm.